What's up, guys? Welcome to the Hangout Podcast. We are here, back again, ready to hang out. Who are you? Hey, my name is Steve. I am a pastor here at Foothills, and yeah, good to be here. Yeah, and I'm Jordan, Youth Ministry Assistant here at Foothills in Boise, Idaho. Um, We're looking forward to hanging out again today. Yeah, we love hanging out with students, so here we go. Here we go, but as usual, we got to start with some hot takes. Shout out Coffee and Supply Co. Oh, yes. Okay. I have a question for you, Steve. Is water wet? Uh, Is water wet? Water causes things to be wet. Water itself cannot be wet. Then why is it wet? It doesn't. It's not. It causes things to be wet. Then what is water if it's not wet? Water is H2O. Two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen. That's what makes it up, but the property. Did I get that is right, or is it other? Is it vice versa? No, it's H because the two. There's two hydrogens because the two is below the H. Okay. Personally, um, I mean, I'm I'm no scientist or anything. Obviously. But I would just say, how can water make things wet if it itself is not wet? Same <laughs> 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 thing. Well, I'm trying to think of like, how can how can uh, air make things dry if it's not dry? There's humidity in the air. Well, there's a scale, there's a level of humidity in the air from dryness to humid. But even if you're at, like, there's still dryness in the air, even if there's humidity in the air. Exactly. And humidity is wetness. Yeah. How does that relate (laughs) to water being wet? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If you're a scientist, let us know. Um, But one time I looked this up and the scientist people said it was wet. But then I looked it up again, and the science people said it wasn't. So mm. I don't know mm. what to believe. I don't know what truth is, except for yeah, the I'm Bible. also sure that there's some scientist person on the internet that said the world is flat. There, there was. Yeah. And so it's like kind of hard to trust what they say. Hashtag, <laughs> it's hard to trust scientists. <laughs> hard to trust science. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, is water, like, I think it, it does, it, it, uh, it causes things to be wet. That's just my, my thought. It because itself is not wet. Can can it not be both? Can it not? We could I mean, put the end to maybe. this debate and say water is wet, and therefore it causes things to be wet. Yeah. Isn't wet more of like a an adjective rather than a state of being? Not necessarily. I mean, I I think it can depend. Like it could be both. Like if you are wet, you are describing what you are. You're not, you not, you are not uh, describing your essence. No, so but are we using being it wet as, is an essence. Yeah, except for when I get when I when I splash you with water, it's just describing the fact that you're wet. Because the water that is wet made me wet. So it's an adjective describing yeah, the let's essence. Let's go to the next one. Okay, next one. I think we could just <laughs> keep going and keep going. Uh, this one is is more measurable, I think. Okay. Uh, Spotify or Apple Music? Oh, 100% Spotify. Spotify, yeah. Easy. Apple Music people, what you doing? Um, I mean, still love you, but <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, Spotify is just way easier to use. And um, one time I was told by someone who has no validity in this that people who use Spotify have better music, like taste. And I use Spotify, so just saying. There it is. There it is. That was... So simple. 
It was. Um, the question is Spotify or Apple Podcasts? Oh, Spotify. 100%. Because okay. I don't know if Apple Podcasts do this, but on Spotify, sometimes you can watch the videos also on there. Oh, really? It can you watch our videos? I don't think so. Oh, that's a bummer. That's a question for um, Jesse. So Shout out, Jesse. Yeah, my thought is I, I like the one, the, the more original. Okay. Spotify did not have podcasts. Apple came up with podcasts, didn't they? I have no idea the origins of podcasting. I really feel like they did. Spotify is just easy to use. It's simple. When it I look is. things up, it's there. It okay. Star Trek or Star Wars? Let's say on the count of three. One, two, three. Star, Star Wars. Trek. Really? No. <laughs> I was going to say. I'm, uh, Star Wars. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? Which one? Favorite movie? Mm-hmm. Um, I got to say Empire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, oh, okay. I'm totally blanking. You're going to say I'm not a real star fan. No, no. What's the name of episode three again? You uh, mean Revenge of the Sith? Revenge of the Sith. That's my favorite one. I love the Anakin storyline. I think it's super. Did you know that Anakin is Darth Vader? Wait, who actually. Who shows up in Empire? He he is Darth Vader, but he's also not, you know? Yeah, he, he's, in there. he's in there. Personally, I think Anakin is the best Star Wars character. That is a hot take right it there in itself. It is a hot take. I know. Yeah. No. How do you <laughs> how do you pronounce caramel? Caramel. That's it. There's no debate. That's no caramel. Caramel. C a r a m e l. Okay, you know who says caramel? I do. Old people. Old people say caramel. Just because old people say something doesn't mean it's wrong. <laughs> You no, also right. say crayon. I do say crayon. And I We've will say. We've already discussed that. I am not that good at pronouncing words. Like. There you go. So <laughs> never, uh, never listen to how, like, take her opinion well, on, on how to pronounce something. Well, it's because I have a southern something. accent, so. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, not true. She's like, I was from SoCal, so I have a southern oh accent. Like, Actually, that's not how it works. I, I was told recently, as in, like, yesterday or two days ago, that I could be a southern belle. I give Southern Belle vibes. I don't think that so has anything to do with your accent. Because I could be in the South, get a Southern accent, and be a Southern Belle. Who told you that? My roommate. Is she from the South? No. <laughs> oh, so she has no no, no reason to be able to as- ascribe that characteristic to anybody. No, my other roommate's fiance is from the South, though. So we have knowledge of the South. So I have a friend of a friend of a friend who said that, so it works. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, last hot take for today, pizza is overrated. Didn't we already kind of do that? I feel that? like we did this one. I don't even want to answer this because was, no, it was pizza or lasagna. Oh yeah. Well, I'm an, like no, we already have established. I yeah. love pizza. Pizza's I think this is great. What is your choice topping on toppings for pizza? Mm, I I mean I a go to is uh, just always Hawaiian. You throw bacon on that thing, mm. that is wonderful. Not a Hawaiian girl myself. Yeah, you don't give Hawaiian vibes, that's for sure. I give Southern Belle vibes. That's they right. don't have pizza in the South. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's well, a fact. You know the best way to eat pizza? Uh, with your mouth. No, sharing wait, it. Wait a second, what? Okay. Sharing <laughs> it with community. Oh, okay, that's the best I get way. it. Yeah, sharing is the best way. Sharing, or just be eating pizza with others there. With others, yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the best thing about doing that is is the type of type of vibe, as you would say, that it creates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. 
That was cool. And that, ladies and gents, is what we call the worst, <laughs> the worst transition ever, a.k.a. we are talking about community today. Um, so let's just start. What is community? Yeah, community, it's uh, it has to do like I think if you if you think about it, like in our um, worldly stance, like it has to do with like the place where you live. Um, like, so we live in the community of Treasure Valley, right? Or the community of Boise Eagle, whatever it may be. Um, but as like, I think if we're talking more about as the church, like the community that we live in as, as a body of believers. Now we have the community of Foothills. We are one, one part of that church, but then we can even break it down further and further and further. Um, so for instance, on, on Mondays and Tuesdays, what do we do? Youth group. Youth group. And we have... Small groups. There we go. We have small <laughs> groups, and and really, an idea of that is to give and give a, a glimpse of what community can be, mm-hmm. and in those small groups is a chance to to have conversations, have uh, have real life uh, moments with people, and sharing uh, things that they're going through, and and asking those questions um, in community, right? Mm-hmm. So what you know? So let's break down the word community. So there's calm and there's unity. Wow. Do you okay. know what the calm part means? Uh, is it is it things in common? I don't know. I'm actually asking. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Do you know? Well, my guess would be it's like the things in common. Okay. Well, we should look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. Or do you want to look it up while I talk? Um, so we have the second half of that, though, which is unity, too, which I find really interesting because when you're living in a collective group with people, part of that word community is living in unity, like living together peaceably, striving towards the same thing together. Is that your phone going off? That's my computer. Dang. Distractions. Um, And so I I just find it interesting, but I don't know if we can find a quick lookup of this word. No, we can't. It actually breaks it down into com, C-O-M, Moo, M-U, and I-N-T-Y, so I don't... Okay. Dictionaries are tough, you guys. Well, it was worth a shot. I just thought if we could quick Google search it, maybe there's something. But I I do think there is something in that word unity that we can really pull from when it thinks about, like, living with people. Like, what does it mean to be in community? Like Mm -hmm. you said, we're in small groups, we live in this treasure valley, let's say God has placed people around you, whether you like them or not, there's people around you that God has placed, what does it mean to live in community with them? Yeah, I think the the best example that we have, um, you know, obviously we want to look to scripture for these things, the best example we have is in Acts 2, uh, 42, that's mm-hmm. where the church begins, and, and it says like they, they're like sharing all things, there's people, there's, they're not going with, uh, they're not carrying on with, with needs of their own because all those needs are being met by the community. And, and even within that community, they're doing things like, um, like praying, they're studying the scriptures, they're, uh, they're breaking bread, they're, they're fellowshipping with one another, just like mm-hmm. um, they're, they're hanging out type of thing. Like fellowship is always kind of like that, like what is fellowship? But, but hanging out, like encouraging, uh, being there for one another. Are you, are you looking up that? Yeah. You want me to read it? Yeah, go for it. All right, so this is starting in Acts 2, verse 42. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. 
And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. There you go. Um, honestly, I think, like, hey, there's, there's, there ain't no community like a Christian community, mm-hmm. right? I think that could be a, an easy thing to... Uh, to point out, like it looks completely different, and it's like, well, it's not like the the hardcore partying that uh, the outside community or the the secular community would do. Um, but I mean, you look at you look at what's happening in here, and and you see things that uh, it's just amazing things happening. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, well, it's it's interesting too that it really emphasizes in this passage that they all shared everything, and I think that. Every decision you make, you're training yourself to be selfless or selfish. And that comes with community, too. Like, that comes with the people in your life. Like, you're either going to be selfish when it comes to the people in your life, or you're going to be selfless. And Christ has called us to be selfless, right? To mm-hmm. to take up our cross, to place other people's priorities before our own. And that's what we really see here is that collectively as a group, they said, okay, we're going to put each other first, my needs don't matter as much as your needs. Let me serve mm-hmm. you. And it's beautiful because when it comes together and all of them are doing that, it's this beautiful picture of everyone being poured into and taken care of as they're also outpouring and taking care of other people too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, th- I mean, case in point, I had two mints today. Mm-hmm. I gave one to Dylan, our new, our new worship pastor. Nice. Because I thought he didn't have lunch. Turns out he actually ate it beforehand, and I, but I gave him mint <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, sharing with those that, that have, have need, that's an important part of the, of the community of Christianity. Now, the important thing to remember is like, I I mean, I I know a lot of people that have pointed to this and said like, that's communism, Mm, (laughs) right? Do you think we were going here? Yeah. Because what is, what is the root word of communism? I have no idea. Community. I mean, it sounds, it looks a lot like, <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't know the whole root word, uh, but yeah, this shares, shares a lot of similarities to it. Mm-hmm. Um, all of this is done out of the goodness of people's heart, giving yeah. because they see people with need. Whereas, I mean, like communism is like the government taking Pasture. from you in order to, to disperse wealth and whatnot. So uh, if you ever try to use that argument, don't use it. It's, it's terrible. If someone tries to use yeah. it on you, tell them like, that's not a great argument. That's, don't, that's don't try it. So a good clarification. And that yeah. brings up another point that community is, um, it's genuine. <laughs> like you, you don't force community, you cultivate it mm-hmm. and you have to be intentional in that cultivation. And that comes with a lot of key parts. And I think the first part that we kind of hit on is selflessness. Like when you, if you want community, you have to be willing to be the kind of friend and community that others want, right? Mm-hmm. Like if, if you're looking for that, be that first. And then the second part, um, I think is vulnerability too. Like if you want intentional community, we have the selflessness and you're giving up and then also be vulnerable, right? Yeah. Like not just with how you, you feel, but like your thoughts with what you're going through, with how you spend your money, what sports are you, you're playing, what fight did you get in? Like being vulnerable and open with people in all areas of your life, because that's how you're actually going to build trusting relationships. Yeah, it's it's a it's a give and take type thing. Like if um, if you're trying to to build a relationship and you're only like asking the questions and saying like, hey, I want you to open up to me and uh, like tell me about what's going on here and, and tell me about that and whatnot. If you're not willing to to open your heart and say, here are the things that I'm struggling with, then it's going to be hard for that uh, for that community feel to actually 
take place. Mm. Um, otherwise, it's just going to end up being a superficial thing, like something that's just on the uh, a surface level. Um, so it takes you, it takes you opening up, takes you uh, offering yourself, like being vulnerable yourself before someone else is going to do the same. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was saying before too, like mm-hmm. modeling community. Well, like if you are struggling with community and you desire godly community, be a godly person who others can be in godly community with. And I think we kind of put the blame on other people <laughs> when we don't have mm-hmm. community. We're like, no one's my friend. No one actually knows me, like, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And my question to those people is, are you making yourself known? And are, are you being a good friend? Because be the person that you want in your life. Like, be that first. Be part of the solution yeah if you see the problem yeah the uh the overused saying is be the change you want to be you want to see right yeah uh so you you need to take that step and you need to go out and put yourself out there and say all right if i want this in my life if i want these type of friends the friends that will actually be there for me then start being there for them when they need it if you want to be if you want to have the friends that are going to open up to you and, and and talk about the tough things that you're actually going through in life then be the person that that starts like opening up to your friends. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the importance of that is we all need those people in our lives to go to. Like as you may not feel it right now um, at, at the point in your life, but, or maybe you're, you're absolutely like, yes, that is exactly what I need. Um, you, have to, you have to take that step and say, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if these are the people that, are, that are, I can be open with. And if they're not, find different people. Mm-hmm. Okay, we, we all need to have this, uh, this a community somewhere. Um, I think I think Foothills is a great place. I think our youth group is a great place. I mean, honestly, maybe maybe you find it with your your friends uh, in band. You know, maybe you have that mm-hmm. that thing in common where you find unity and it's community, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe you find it in a, a sports team or something, some other place. But you have to. You, you guys just need to do this. This is how we are. How we are created. How we're wired. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my thought goes to like if we're created in the image of God and God himself, uh, like it's the, the Trinity, right? I don't think we're going to try to explain the, ex, uh, explain the Trinity here mm-hmm. um, in, this, in this episode. But I mean, the Trinity is a God living in community. Okay? Yeah. It's Father, Son, Holy Spirit. They're three, but they're one. I know it's confusing. But I mean, he himself is, is living in community. And if we're created in his image, then that's also something that that we desire that we need in our lives in order for us to flourish. Mm-hmm. And on that idea of flourish too, um, like I'm the first to say, like I love to have fun, right? Like, and I, everyone does love to have fun, but having actual relationships with people that's not just surface level will lead to the most fun. And what I mean by mm-hmm. that is the most fulfillment in your life. Like it might be like, okay, I can keep a bay at having. 20 of these people that are kind of my friends like we just like giggle and laugh all the time and talk and there's nothing wrong with that surface level but you need people who are going to really go to battle with you in a sense Mm -hmm. like we're living in a spiritual world and we live where we go through hard things like that's life and you need people who are actually going to walk through those hard things with you and the way to do that is set yourself up for those relationships now like start investing in godly community now um to set you up for for later seasons in life because what you do right now is going to affect you in the future whether positive or negative Mm -hmm. 
So why do you think fun, you kind of said this, why do you think fun is not the only marker for community? Um, why is that not the best gauge or the best way to create community? Well, one, I think that we uh, can misunderstand fun. So I think that how we interpret fun is like whatever's lighthearted and easy. Um, and more than that, I think that, um, or actually, I guess going off of that, we don't actually understand what will be the most fun, mm -hmm. right? Or the, the most life-giving thing to us, which would be having those fulfilling relationships. And I want to clarify, too, that it doesn't mean that you just have to have serious friendships that are never fun. Like, the people that I have the deepest relationships with are also the people that I have the most fun with. And it's because they know me so well and so deeply that I actually can be myself around them. And that's fun. Like, I don't have mm -hmm. to pretend around them and, like, be someone I'm not. It's like they know me and they love me and they accept me and they know my flaws and they know, like, my strengths too. But we still can hang out and that is fun. And I, I so I think we just, like, misunderstand it. But what, what's your take on no, that? No, that's exactly what I was – I had written a note. Uh, it's being being you. I yeah. mean that is the that is when you're gonna have the most amount of fun is when you're just able to be yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's so many times um, where where you feel like you have to act a certain way or you have to look a certain way in order to be accepted by the people that you uh, either go to school with, your friends, uh, on your team or whatnot. Like you have to be a, a certain level of ability, mm -hmm. and it's exhausting. Like it's just it's hard to continue to. Uh, to put on a, a show or to to act your best when when you realize like I'm I'm not always like this okay I'm not always the I'm not always the the best at whatever I do that's that's just it's hard to keep that going but when you have uh, when you have a relationship with people with or a group of people where it's based on something more than just having fun like oh hey we, we went and played this game we went and did this we went and did that and just always just fun when you have a community of people and it's based on something that is more personal, mm -hmm. you're able to say, this is who I really am. And and then the weight is just taken off. Mm -hmm. The pressure is gone because they see who you are and they still accept you. Right? right. And I think that's where where it actually becomes the fun that we desire, not just like, oh, hey, we, we went and rock climbed and that was that was a fun thing. Right. right? Uh, it's it's getting to be our our actual selves in front of people. And that's the vulnerability piece, too. Mm -hmm. And as cliche as it is, like, if you are yourself and someone, d like, doesn't like you, do you really want to be friends with them, right? Like, is that really someone that's worth trying to impress? And not that you have to be mean and have a weird relationship, but, like, I don't want to be friends with people who just think I'm annoying all the time and, like, don't like me, right? Like, that's not fun because then I feel like, I have to impress them all the time and live up to their standards or whatever it is. And um, I think it goes with being vulnerable, like be yourself, be you. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, is like some people won't like you and that's life. And you probably don't like everyone. And so it's okay if people don't like you and it's okay to not be friends with everyone. And I'm talking to myself because we literally say, just talked about this. Who do you not like? No. Let's, let's have it out. No, no, <laughs> no. But more like, yeah. like I like to be everyone's, friend like it's hard for me when I'm not friends with people we just talked about this mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people relate to that but the reality is it's okay to be friendly and kind and nice to people and then have actual general genuine relationships with others where where they do know you deeply and they do accept you for your flaws and weaknesses yeah 
and I think it takes off a, I mean, it really, it really takes off the mask of, of what people actually think about you. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, how often do you go through life saying like, man, if they knew that I did this, or if they knew this is the type of stuff that I was thinking, would they actually be my friend? And that, that is a lot of pressure. But when you actually like put that stuff out in the open, you get to see what they truly think of you, not what they think about the best part that you're putting forward. Right. Does that make sense? And so it's, uh, yeah, it's more of your authentic self and you get really authentic friendship and real authentic community through living that way. Right. And I mean, let's be real. We all have weaknesses. <laughs> like we all have some more than points. others. Some more, no, I think some are just better at hiding it. And so when I first started working at Foothills, something that you guys have said in the very beginning was like, our intention is we try to tear down as fast as possible, like whatever facade you're putting on because we want to get to the real you and it's not to make you feel shame but it's like we want to know who you are weakness and all and I think that it takes like we have to understand and others need to understand too that we all have weaknesses mm -hmm. like everyone is gonna have weak points and that's not something to be ashamed of those are areas to grow in and ask God to help you to grow in those areas ask your community how you can grow and have them help you and have accountability but also like it's okay to have those weaknesses and let people see them. Like mm -hmm. we, we don't have to hide because sooner or later your real self is going to come out. Like you can only fake something for so long until the real things seep out. Right. Like um, scripture talks about how your words are a reflection of what's in your heart. And it's the same mm -hmm. way your actions are a reflection of what's in your heart. Like everything you do is a reflection of your internal dialogue and in your heart and what you're feeding yourself and it's going to come out. And so, um, you might as well like be yourself, be real, be vulnerable, be open. Um, because the sooner you do that, the sooner you're going to find real community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So my question for you then is what do you do if it seems like all the people around you aren't going to make good community? You got to find it. Okay. Mm. Um, I mean, if it means, it doesn't mean you have to like break off the, like completely the friendships that you have, but you have to find that place where, where you feel accepted, where you feel wanted, where you, you feel that you can be your, your real self. And so, I mean, I think, I think youth group is a great place to do that. Uh, come, come join us if you're high school, Monday nights, if you're in a middle school, we do it on Tuesday nights and, and it's a great place to start and you may not feel uh, you may not feel like uh, connected right off the bat, but it, it, it takes that work. Like it takes you putting yourself out there and say, like, okay, I am going to go and talk to a person. I am going to actually seek this myself. If it's something that you're wanting and it's not something that you have, then you have to leave where you are to go find what you want. Hmm. That's good. I just came up with that. That was really mind. good. We should yeah. clip that and make that a little like quote or something. That was good. Yeah, it's Going back to what I said, like community is cultivated. What that means is that you create community. You don't find it. You mm -hmm. don't just stumble upon it. You create it. And that's a beautiful and adventurous thing. Like how exciting that you get to wake up and look around. Like just look around. Like there's so many people you could choose to invest in mm -hmm. and choose to have community with. And it goes back to I think you choose a godly person or people and then you're selfless and you're vulnerable. And, like, mm -hmm. I think if you do that over time, you're going to look up one day and realize, wow, I have community with this person or these people because I followed this model in Acts 2 or, or how Jesus 
calls us to treat people and act. And when we do that, it creates real relationships, not just this fake facade where we are present in a room, but we don't actually feel known. Like we, we feel yeah. isolated inside. Yeah. And the best way to, to start doing that, I think, is um, just thinking uh, not self-centered, but other-centered. Be thinking sacrificial, like not, okay, I'm coming to a group. What can I get from this group? But what can I give to this group? And, and honestly, like if you're, if you have that mentality, then you're going to be, uh, I mean, you're going to be everybody's best friend at that point. If you have, mm-hmm. uh, if you have a, a thought like, okay, how can I make this person look good? Or how can I make this person uh, feel, feel good about themselves? They're going to want to be around you. And, and you may be thinking, okay, well then what, how am I going to fulfill myself? How am I, how are my needs going to be met? I think that they're going to be met naturally. Like people will see that and it's, I mean, be the change you want to be, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be that kind of thing that happens. And, and if nothing else, like, you know, we still go to God and say, God, like, this is, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm needing. Please help fill me in this way as I, as I do your will to, mm-hmm. to help encourage other people. Yeah, th- that was really the two action steps I was thinking of. The first is prayer. Like, if you want godly friends, ask God for godly friends. And mm-hmm. I-, I can guarantee that, like, he wants you to have godly community. Yeah, like that's one of the <laughs> things within his will, right? As you yeah. pray, we're supposed to pray within his will. That's, I think it's in his will to have godly community. Yeah, and I'm confident in that. And so pray for that and look for that because it might not look how you think. <laughs> like mm-hmm. You might be wanting to be friends with this one person, but God's like, hey, look at these five back here that you're, you're not seeing. So be open to how that looks. And then the second thing is serve. Like if you feel isolated and you feel lonely and like you don't have community, fill your time serving others. And I, I guarantee you, you're not going to have as much time to feel isolated and lonely when you're focused on other people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Created to do good works that he's prepared, prepared for you in advance. Mm-hmm. So that's his will for you to do good work. So, um, yeah, find, find a place to serve and, and, you know, eventually you'll find people that are doing the same thing you want and you'll have community right there built in. Right. Okay. I have one last question for you. All right. What if your community, like what if I'm just part of this community and Let's say we all go to youth group or we go to church together, but it's not really a godly community. What do I do? Um, I would say, like, so it's bringing, like, this is at church and in youth group? At church, at youth group, or, or outside of it. Like, let's say I'm just, I'm a, found myself in this community, but I don't really feel like we're pursuing God. What do I okay. do? I mean, ask questions. That's what I would say. Like, it's not always like, okay, we'll drop them and be done. Right. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked about that earlier where it's like, hey, we're just not finding the community that we need. Um, bring God into the situation, bring him into the equation and say, like, hey, like just in your friends, like, what do you guys think about about God? It's that simple, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and you might hear some crazy things, but then the idea is eventually they'll ask you, well, what do you think about God? And then first Peter tells us we, we should be ready to tell the reason that we have hope. Right. Mm -hmm. And so don't let that, don't let that shy away because, uh, it also tells us that the spirit will help speak on our behalf when we have no idea what to say. Um, and so don't, don't think this as like a, oh my gosh, I'm going to ask this question and they're going to ask me and then I'm going to have to speak. Take that as like a, a, an awesome opportunity to share your faith and say, this is, uh, I believe that Jesus is God and this is, this is why I follow him. Yeah. And yeah, just bring God into it yourself. Yeah, I think it's a great point. And I think for the people who are in Christian groups, like in our youth group, we have a ton of people who are around Christian groups all the time. And um, if you're feeling this way within a Christian group, I would say 
um, there's a different level of like accountability there, right? So if you're in, in a community with a lot of people who don't believe in Jesus and in Christ, then don't expect them to act like a believer, right? Ask questions, love on them, show kindness, act as Jesus would. And if you're in a, in a group of Christians, of people who proclaim that Christ is their Lord and Savior, and you're like, you know, I don't know if we're actually living in community well, I would say, one, be that change, right? And more than that, you have authority in Scripture to, like, bring Scripture to your friend group, right? Like, you guys can implement different ways to pursue God, and I think that it's good to say, hey, guys, like, let's not gossip, or whatever it is that you're doing that's not really pursuing God. Hey, guys, maybe we shouldn't you know, use these words when we speak, or maybe we shouldn't watch this movie right now. And the idea of being the change you want to be, like if you are living in Christian community, but it's not godly community, be godly yourself. And I say, speak boldly about what God wills you to do. Mm -hmm. Speak the truth. Yeah. Um, I think one of the worst things that we can do is like claim to be uh, a body of believers and, and, but look exactly like the world. Yeah. So I think that's, um, I just had a passage and then it left me. Uh, it talks about like claiming claiming to to, uh, to have religion but denying its power. I don't know if that has necessarily to do anything with this. this is something I was looking at earlier, mm-hmm. um, but saying like, hey, yeah, we're we're gathering together as a body of believers, but we are not doing anything having to do with God's word because mm-hmm. we're not we're not living uh, we're not living our godly life in this because we're just gathered as believers, right? We can do all the things that the world does, um, but hey, we're we're doing church right because we're a body of believers like no like they they gathered and they they talked about the the miraculous things that god was doing in their lives and it doesn't mean that like oh we have to get together and say like hey my my brother was healed or or this i saw that or whatnot um it's it's gathering together and, and talking about what god is is working on in you talking about the things that maybe that you're struggling with the things where you need god to show up and and sharing those uh sharing those burdens with those people and, and having uh each I'd say, yeah, each time you gather as, as believers, having something there that, that encourages one another, something that, that lifts someone up, uh, that, that, that incur- uh, pushes someone forward in their walk with Christ. Right, and, and what's the point of being with people if it's not going to propel your faith forward? Yeah, can you imagine like the, the apostle getting together and uh, just being like, you want to like go see a movie or... Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and not having like a conversation about about God in their life and, and Jesus and the things that they are doing in, in the in the world. Mm-hmm. I just I think that's crazy. Yeah. And I just want to say one point to that. If you are a Christian and there are other Christians in your life, you guys have everything important in common. Like I think people measure friendships based on who they get along with or what who's into what's the same sport as me or the same music or whatever. But if you're a Christian and they're a Christian, everything that is important, meaning Christ, is what you have in common, and you can talk about that. And like, you're not going to run short of conversation and depth when we're when we're communicating about what God is doing in our life. And this is a great question to start asking your friends: Hey, how has God showed up this week, or what is God teaching you this week in your life? Do that every week with your friends. Like, check in every single week and say, how is God working in your life? And from there, I think you're going to start learning a lot about each other and and what God is doing. And then it's the thing where you look up and you're like, oh, wow, I have community Mm -hmm. because I I started investing in actual conversation in depth. When when you have those conversations, it's also going to be something that 
um, during the week, it makes you think like, okay, someone's going to ask me this. Mm-hmm. What am I seeing? What am I seeing? And the more it's on your mind, the more you will see things. Like yeah. there, people be like, I don't have any opportunities to share Jesus with people. The more you think about looking for an opportunity or maybe even praying for an opportunity, it's not that more opportunities will come. I think it's more that you will see. Yeah. Like those opportunity opportunities are there. You're just missing them because you're distracted by other things. Right. And that goes to say too, like Christians, you can share God with other Christians. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just looking for opportunity to share it with non-believers, but share it with your Christian friends too. Um, Cause that's going to build up their faith as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that principle goes with the community also. If you're not looking for community and uh, in the right places, once you start doing and praying about it, maybe the people that are already in your life, you'll say, Hey, no, these, these are my community. I should start treating them like that. Yeah. So, um, last thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back to acts two. Uh, this is something that pastor Harville had pointed out. And I mean, each time I go to it now, it's just like, well, yeah, that's, it's obvious. Right. So they, the thing that they do is in 42. So acts chapter two, 42, it says they did. So that all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles teaching, which is scripture, uh, to fellowship, being with one another, sharing, sharing in meals and including the Lord's supper and to prayer. So those are the things that they did. And then from there, 43 to 47 are the things that happened. So if you want these things to happen, do the things before this. It says a deep sense of awe came over them, and the, the apostles performed many miracles and signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money they had with those in needs. They worshiped together at the temple each day. They met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and they shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all people and each day the Lord added to their fellowship uh, those who were being saved. So if you want to, if you want to um, have joy with other people, if you want to have generosity, if you want to be praising, enjoying the goodwill of people, uh, do these things. Like be, be studying God's word together. Be in, in fellowship. Be in, encouraging. Share, share in a meal. Be, share in prayer. Be together in prayer with one another. And, and scripture shows like that's kind of the, the thing to make those other stuff happen. Yeah. It's just a really cool thing. It is cool. And so with that, um, read Acts chapter 2. I think that it's rich, and there's a lot in it, and that would be a good one to read um, and think about this week. So with that, we pray and hope you find community, and I guess we'll see you in the next one. Yep.